In this episode, Dr. Kashi introduces frustration sensitivity, perfectionism, and what to do about it. Roll the intro! Hello! Hello! And welcome to... <sighs> Coffee with Kashi. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Kashi. Now... Before you go about calculating your frustration sensitivity using the frustration sensitivity index, getting a fun score, this is a, you know, this presence of mind exercise, which as a quick review is one of the three pillars of building frustration tolerance, along with strengthening your body and establishing positive feedback loops. It behooves you to have a stronger working definition of frustration. It will crystallize as you progress through the text and program, and you'll learn about it in greater detail soon enough, of course. However, this will wet your whistle such that you can still get practical utility from calculating your frustration sensitivity index. This, again, a greater presence of mind exercise. That is to say, you will gain somewhat paradoxically an intuition for what is rational and deliberate in your responses, R, to frustrating stimuli, S, so that you can have a more constructive outcome. Oh, also get more into those uh, letters soon, okay? This means you'll simultaneously build your frustration tolerance so you can allocate it elsewhere, okay? And also be more judicious with your frustration tolerance reserves. It's easy to turn even a minor hassle into a disaster, disasterifying, thus inflating the perceived amount of frustration tolerance required to overcome it, okay? To be clear, frustration is essentially when you are blocked in any of the four domains. The operational domain, doing stuff you want to do. The emotional domain, feeling stuff you want to feel. The fairness domain, getting stuff you want and being treated the way you want. And the achievement domain, reaching goals you are striving to reach. Now, if you're blocked in any of these areas, that thing blocking you, whatever it may be, is now considered a frustration. So. Is frustration a feeling? Well, given the inherent flexibility of the English language, you can make almost any word mean almost anything, okay, for the sake of mutual understanding of frustration, and therefore a more rational, deliberate, and constructive approach to resolving frustrations. Think of frustration as an event. A frustration is an event, a frustrating event. Any event which thwarts your operations, your emotions, your sense of fairness, and your achievements. Okay? Therefore, if you are frustrated, then you are obstructed from progression in, in any of those four domains. Hopefully this brings a sense of clarity because discussions about frustration tend to be frustrating, operationally. <laughs> As in, they block people from doing what they want to do, resolve the frustration, and lead a better, more purpose-filled life. Frustration has come to mean so many things that discussions around it end up regressing into how people feel annoyed, hassled, anxious, or even angry, or any manner of negative feelings, which, somewhat ironically, people work themselves up into feeling by using the frustrating event as permission to work themselves up. To that end, talking about their frustration as a feeling, rather than an event blocking them from what they want, may also frustrate them in the emotional domain, being frustrated with feeling how they want to feel obstructing themselves that way, okay? Now, a more comprehensive frustration sensitivity index will be available elsewhere. However, this 20-question quiz, or 20-statement quiz, if you will, will be more than enough to get you 
A, thinking more rationally, B, responding more deliberately, and C, influencing your outcomes constructively. You might recognize this as learning stuff, and then using the stuff you learn to be better at things, and if you do this, you may just go to the places. Sound good? Good. Indeed. A distorted and impulsive destructive approach is frankly bitching and moaning about the negative feelings you worked yourself up into feeling and using your frustrating event as permission to do so. A more rational and constructive approach, therefore, is to assess the frustrating thing as an event, whatever is blocking you in the context of those four domains, your operations, your emotions, your fairness, and your achievement, so that you may avoid it, shrink it, or resolve it on purpose and with purpose and garner yourself one of them, their constructive outcomes. For reference, see the call-out box above. That may sound strange or even frustrating operationally, given that this is an audiobook, but you can tolerate that frustration. On to the gooder stuff. The frustration sensitivity index is a presence of mind exercise stemming from the four domains of frustration. Again, operational domain, doing what you want to do, emotional domain, feeling what you want to feel, the fairness domain, getting what you want and being treated how you want, and the achievement domain, reaching goals you are striving to reach. In it, you can take inventory of where your current frustrations lie, and then as you progress through this text, you consume the material with more specific purpose in mind to build your frustration tolerance in the domain where the smallest changes will yield the greatest benefits. You determine your frustration sensitivity index by answering a series of questions representative of each of the four frustration domains in a true or false manner. As you progress through your training and get a greater understanding of your frustrating stimuli, S, what you think and do about them, your responses, R, and how that impacts your outcome, O, you'll graduate to a Likert scale, which is a fancy way of saying pick one through five, okay? Right now, answering in a true or false format is good enough. In this case, you mark true if you decide this statement is 50% true or greater. Could this be better? Yes, it can. That's kind of the point. If it could be better though, does that mean it's trash? If it can be better, does that mean it's currently trash? Well, to a person that's heavily frustrated in the achievement and, emo and emotional domains, and thus exhibiting high levels of perfectionistic tendencies, then yes, it's either perfect or it's trash. And if it is trash, then I am trash. Oh, hmm. And this is why, in a state of tragic irony, the perfectionistic person has so many self-perpetuating achievement frustrations that then spill over into the emotional domain. For instance, I made a mistake on my nutrition plan. Therefore, I am a horrible eater. I am fat, weak, garbage person because of it, and I must be perfect. Must be more perfect than before. But what does a fat, weak, garbage person probably do? They probably sit around and eat and complain about how much they hate themselves and how other people are so lucky with their great genetics. Fairness frustration. And if they've made themselves morbidly obese, sick, and physically handicapped and in chronic pain on account of that impulsive behavior, then they have more frustrations operationally. See how this works? A bit more? How there's overlap here? Especially from spillage, right? Again, there is, there is a twofold point to this. One is that if you become overly frustrated in one area, it's bound to spill over. But two, you can focus on improving your frustration tolerance and resolving the chronic frustrations in areas that are most constructive for you. Is this perfect? Well, that sounds like a tall order. Could it be better? Yes. Is it good enough? Yes.
As you start to think more rationally about frustrations, you will see how things can be both good enough and can be better at the same time. Internalizing that aphorism will save yourself, will save you a great deal of frustrations in the emotional and achievement domains specifically. <laughs> Is this logical? Yes, it makes sense. Is it empirical? Is it based on evidence? Yes. Is it practical? Does it help you? Yes. Okay. Point is, even though this could be better, so what? <laughs> it's good enough to make you better. You know, the thing that matters. <laughs> Time to get to move on. Okay. Starting with the operational domain. This is a series of I can't stand it statements where you mark true or false and you mark true if it is more than 50% true by your reckoning. Okay. I can't stand it when things are not user-friendly. True or false? I can't stand it when things do not work right. True or false? I can't stand it when things are not as fast as they should be. True or false? I can't stand it when I have to do things and there's no point to doing them. True or false? I can't stand it when instructions don't make any sense. True or false? Hmm. The fairness domain. The fairness domain. I can't stand it when people criticize me even though I'm not wrong. I can't stand it when people are not respectful of my time. True or false? I can't stand it when I get less than what I deserve. True or false? I can't stand it when people get more than what they deserve. True or false? I can't stand it when people can't have it any other way but their own. True or false? The emotional domain. I can't stand it when I can't stop thinking negative thoughts. True or false? I can't stand it when I can't stop feeling negative feelings. True or false? I can't stand it when I can't stop looking at things in a negative way. True or false? I can't stand it when I can't know what will happen. True or false? And I can't stand it when I feel bad and I can't move on until I get over it. True or false? The achievement domain. I can't stand it when I can't be disciplined. True or false? I can't stand it when I can't do something good enough. True or false? I can't stand it when things won't stop getting in the way of my goals. True or false? I can't stand it when I can't do something the way I know it should be done. True or false? I can't stand not having high standards. True or false? Now, this abridged frustration sensitivity index may give you an idea of whether you have a lot of frustration in those areas of your life, in each of those four domains. For that reason, thinking about it in those terms, you can focus your newly gained presence of mind on avoiding shrinking and resolving the frustration in the domains of your life that will yield the biggest proverbial bang for your buck. Do you have an exact approach to resolve them perfectly now, or maybe even ever? No. But is it good enough to gain legitimate momentum right this very moment on your road to a high frustration tolerance and therefore a better, more purpose-filled life? Yes. Yes, it is. That's all she wrote today. Thank you for learning. Stay rational. Until next time. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Kashi? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you.
and see you next week. Dr. Kashi is out. <laughs>